Welcome to A Raw Perspective, A Fresh Point of View. I'm your host, Richard Anthony Wallace. Today is a fabulous day, a wonderful day. Despite what has been portraying in social media throughout the world, today is my brother's birthday. And with that being said, this podcast is all dedicated to him. Because what better way to celebrate life is to talk about my brother. My brother Kyle Dwight Wallace, who was born June 6, 1989, 31 years ago. This is his story from my perspective. <laughs> so happy birthday, Kyle. I love you. I will always cherish you. And yeah, you my best friend. And I can't think of anything else to, to say other than we're going to tell a little bit of stories about me and you, about our upbringings, about us growing up. I don't know the entire details because I wasn't growing up with you during our childhood. But I can talk about us onward when we were together with dad and as we've grown up as men today. So let's get started, shall we? I didn't know I had a brother until I was about, what, three, four years old when I was visibly conscious of a brother. Uh, there was just this random ass dude who happened to be my brother Kyle. And you know, as a child, you don't really understand how, you know, how like siblings work if they come from another household. So my four-year-old brain's like, yeah, I have a brother, but he doesn't live with me. That's pretty odd. That's pretty weird uh, from, from my perspective as a four-year-old. So I would see him only during mostly the summertime because he was staying with his mother. And I remember me and him would, would, would play with a lot of different things. We would have super soccer fights. We would play with our toys. And then we would do some mischievous things along the way. If you remember from the previous podcast when I had him on here, it was regarded to the lipstick situation where my brother coerced me into drawing on the white walls of with my mother's lipstick. And we got our butts whooped for that because it was Kyle's idea. It's still funny to this day, uh, but I, I do remember that vividly, and that was a funny moment in time. Um, from stories and conversations, uh, me and him would always get together. We would always have a good time. Go on for that. As we started to get older, around 7, 8, when we started to compete for attention, we were competing for our father's attention. Uh, I, I noticed that early on that there was some animosity amongst us when we were younger, maybe because that I was having the privilege of living with dad and he was living with his mother, but didn't have that sort of connection and bond like me and our dad have today. So there was, there was some animosity between us when we were like seven, eight, and he can attest to this, um, 
think I don't know if it was jealousy or something, but there was there was challenges and we had some rifts and I was the little brother, he was the big brother. He was at one point in time taller than me and bigger than me. He would knock me around, pick on me, and that was that was him. I was like, damn, this dude really does not like me. Like, what the hell did I do to him? Um but when we were together, we were competing for our father's affection, love and affection. And that was one of the, the toughest hardships that we had when we were growing up. Um, so I know that that was a struggle for him. I know that was a struggle for me as well. Uh, competing for our father's attention when in reality he loved us both. And we didn't realize that until we got older. But... When you're when going through your adolescence, you are competing for your father's attention. And then you're going through mood swings, hormonal changes, all of those things. Him growing, he was taller than me and stronger than me. And he had a year on me. I was shorter. I was a lot heavier. And I was like, damn, this dude is it's like better than me and everything. So that in my mindset, it's like, man, dad's going to like him better. Which is so stupid when you think about it now, because he loved us equally. And those were the challenges. We would go down to Atlanta, because that's where we had a lot of our family. And we would go visit our cousins. And we were always competing, always competing for no apparent reason. Um, because, I don't know. As we, we got, you know, a little bit older, uh, I lost touch with my brother for about two years. For about two years, I did not hear from this man at all. I believe that I found him. It was, it was, quite, it was quite some time. It was about two, three years that we hadn't heard from my brother Kyle. I didn't even know if he existed. All I know is that he moved down to Chattanooga, uh, Tennessee with his mother. And I didn't hear from him from like 12 to like 16 is, is what transpired. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know this man existed. I think I found you on Facebook. And I found you on Facebook. Yes, founding, finding my brother on Facebook was what happened. And I showed my mom, showed our dad. Hey, I found Kyle. He was with somebody on his Facebook profile, and you know that was the first time I've seen you in a few years. It's like, ooh, there's Kyle, all in his glory. I did not know. I mean, we reached out to you on Facebook, and we we got a response back, um, and then you decided to call Dad. I don't know what that conversation was like, but I guess we had rekindled a relationship that was long gone and I didn't know what had transpired because I didn't know what happened to my brother in four year, three, four years. I knew I had a brother three, four years, but uh, I, I didn't know. But it was good to finally get in contact with you and that's how we started to rekindle our relationship and that's how we started to have a better relationship. From what I know is that you were about to go into your senior year of high school. And after high school, you were going to be enlisting into the United States Navy. Now, 
I commend you for your service, but as a younger brother, I was scared as hell because this was the turbulent times during what what issues were happening in the Middle East, and then you were going to go on deployment, and I was scared for your life, man. I've always been scared for your life, always going into crazy stuff. And as a little brother, it's like, man, I hope he's safe and hope he's um, doing well. And that, that was scary times, but you, you wanted to enlist in the Army, um, said college wasn't for you at the moment and at the time. So you decided to enlist and you got into the army. You got up to Great Lakes Naval Base. You was in hell of shape because my ass was fat as hell. <laughs> and you was all thin and boot camped out and you was, yeah. And we took you out to, to eat. I remember you in your, um, in your suit, your Navy suit, your, your graduation suit. And I remember me in my little red sweatshirt me being overweight as I was in college, I think this is my my sophomore year. I don't even remember. It was it was something. But before you going out on deployment, you came and visited me at University of Illinois at Chicago. I got to show you my school during my sophomore year, and we was hanging out. Joy around campus, having a good old time, and all of a sudden, <laughs> we meet with one of my boys, and he's like, yo, there's a party out on the west side, we need to go, and I was like, man, I don't think we should be going to this party on the west side, we should just chill, we should just go back to the room, but my brother Kyle was like, no, man, we gotta go to this party. I'm like, man, I'm not trying to go to this party. I'm not trying to be a part of this party because it sounded sketchy. Lo and behold, we get on the bus about to go on to the L to head over to the west side. And then there was this one crazy lady that just pulled the ripcord and like caused the bus to be decommissioned. And I'm like, oh, that's a sign from God. And I was like, I'm not going to this party. Y'all can have a good old time. My brother and then my friend Calvin and like, all right, well, forget you there. We about to go to this party. Little did I know as I, I went back to my room, I was playing like Guitar Hero with my roommates and stuff. Then all of a sudden, all I see about a couple hours later, Calvin comes back and said, yo, your brother and me got jumped by some Latin Kings over on the west side of Chicago. And I don't know where your brother went, man. I'm sorry. Should have listened to you. I didn't know what happened. I was like, what is going on? What do you mean? And this is the time where we didn't have tracking on cell phones and stuff. So I had to try and call him. I couldn't get an answer from him. I was scared for his life. I didn't want to call my parents. But then I realized that something bad had happened to him. That it'd be on my ass. And I had to call my parents and tell them that, yo, Kyle was in the midst of gang violence because he went to a party and I didn't go to the party. I told his ass to stay home. <laughs> and mom and dad, particularly dad, was cussing my black ass out saying, why'd you let him go to that party? It's like, well, Kyle gonna do whatever the hell he wanna do. And I'm just letting you know that this is what's happening. I'm trying to get in contact with him and stuff and all that. So apparently my parents, my mom and dad were like calling the Chicago Police Department, seeing what was up, trying to get some information. 
trying to see if they can get the whereabouts of my brother. Uh, and I, I didn't hear from my brother for about an hour. And one, about an hour later, he comes knocking on my door, panting. Looked like his shirt was somewhat ripped, lost his jacket. And he was like, man, Joe, we got jumped. I was like, bro, how did you get jumped? Man, we was walking off the L. And then all of a sudden, we see these kings say, hey, what you doing in our hood? And then they just started chasing us. And then we just started running. But we almost got to the party because we saw the party right there. But they just kept chasing us. And I was like, why? And then one of them caught me. And then I did a swim move out of my jacket. And it's like, man. Then I heard him get say he's going to get the strap. Then I started dipping into the alleyway and I hid for about 10, 15 minutes so they couldn't find me. That's what he told me. And I was like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> but that, those are some of the wild stories I have with my brother. Just, just wild, man. I remember the other time when he came right before uh, another deployment, he came back and visited me one more time, um, it was Halloween. I think this was my, my junior year, something like that. Uh, and we went to a party out on Taylor Street, kicking it with the soccer team because we didn't have a football team at UIC. And all of a sudden, we partying for Halloween, and it seemed like a good time. All of a sudden, we just partying, having a good time. I'm dressed up in, like, some carnival looking dude like a carnival zombie guy he's dressed up as a jabberwocky if you don't know who the jabberwockies are you are really that young and you should look up the jabberwockies and we went to the party we were having a good time and then all of a sudden all of a sudden i see there's commotion between my brother and a dude that's dressed up as the incredible hulk and my brother's like yo Quit dancing on me and stuff. And then him and the Incredible Hulk start to jaw at each other. And then all of a sudden, the Incredible Hulk pushes at my brother. And then my brother swings at my brother. <laughs> and then my brother swings at him. And then they go out and start fighting in the middle of the Taylor Street. And it's like, what's happening? So I, obviously, I'm going to have my brother's back. So, But my brother was holding his own like he always does. And all of a sudden, the cops start to come, and then we just start to disperse, and then we're going to head back to campus, and we meet up with these girls on campus, and the rest is history, because he can tell you about that story, because my butt went back to bed and went back to sleep. He can tell you about his perspective and his story. I'm not going to go into his business like that. Let's just say the rest is history. Other cool times that we've had... Uh, I remember the one time when I had crossed into Alpha, and this was back in 2013. I went to the Atlanta Greek picnic for the very first time as a Neo, and if people know my story, I crossed as a solo member, solo brother. Obviously, I had 10 in my cluster, but I was the only brother that, that crossed out of my chapter, so... I was a solo, so I didn't have anybody to go with. Um, lo and behold, my brother is the one that was like, yeah, I'll go with you. I know I ain't Greek and stuff, but I'm going to kick it with you. Because he was living in Atlanta at the time. We had his car. I had the hotel room. 
And we was having a good time, man. We was having a really good time. We met other Greeks, seeing how Greek life and Greek culture was. I met up with some a couple of brothers over in uh, Capital. I hung out with. But he was having a good time. Being part of the, the Greek community, even though he wasn't Greek, he, he had some fun. I had some fun. It was a good time. Atlanta was fun. The HEP was fun. We went to Cascades, went to the skating rink. We uh, got to Turner Field, or what used to be Turner Field. There was a party over there. And we just had a one banging-ass time. It was really fun. Met, met, a, met a frat brother from EA. Um, out in San Jose State, met another brother from um, USC. Uh, we met a lot of a lot of cool Alpha brothers out there, and it was cool. It was really cool. Had a really good time. It was hot in Atlanta, but that was another time that I got to enjoy. I got to meet my brother's friends from Duluth in Atlanta. Um, got to meet his family that he would call call up. Um, and Alvin. Met his people, and we 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 had what Korean barbecue. We, we ate that. It was a good time, real good time. It's always been a good time with my brother. Another thing, uh, as as we progress, time in and time again, how I look at it is we we would go different places, different trips. I remember the, the other time when. Me and him went back to Atlanta. We always had a good time in Atlanta because that's where he's from. He would always take me around, show me different places. And we always get together with our cousins. And we would always do some crazy wild stuff. I remember the last time we were there. Uh, it was the Thanksgiving holiday. And we all went out to the club together. <laughs> Who was there? It was me, Kyle. DeAndre, Lily, Keisha, uh, Chandon, and then Chandon's uh, friend uh, who was with him at West Point. We all went out to the club. We was, we was all, you know, having a good time. DeAndre was like, yo, you need to go talk to them girls over there. Because, you know, at the club, it's like, man, I ain't even trying to be like that. I just, I'm the type of person, I just vibe. I have a good time. Whatever happens, happens. Uh, it was who was there from Rap City? I forgot who was there from Rap City, but it was somebody that was famous there in Rap City. And we was in the club. It was good. It was a good time. It was fun. It was real fun. We and then me and my brother always doing our dance offs together, and we always have a good time. It's always good, wholesome fun when we are always together. But I remember when we were leaving the club, that there was a fight that broke out, and we was outside anyway. We was about to go home. Um, it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. It's like, all right, we about to go home um, and get outside. The door just busts wide open, and then somebody's getting tackled. It's just like, what the hell? The hell is going on? We had two different Ubers, so um, it was DeAndre, Lily, Keisha, um, and then Chandon's friend went to. I guess they went to Waffle House, and he got them free Waffle House. While me, Kyle, and Shannon, I think, went back, uh, and and Sam went all went back home. So we got free Waffle House at the end of the day. Well, they got free Waffle House. I was just asking for, like, some hash browns. But, but hey, 
We always have a good time. I remember another good time with my brother uh, was, actually, it was five years ago to the day is when uh, my cousin DeAndre was getting married to Lily, which is their anniversary, so happy 50-year anniversary to them. But it was also my brother's birthday, and we got to go to their wedding, and we had a good time at the wedding. Uh, I was all dressed to the nine. My brother was starting his dread process, and yeah, we was just cracking up at the table. Uh, me, me and Kyle, and then we had our, our baby cousin, uh, Raina, who was at the other table as well. I think she just turned 18. <laughs> she was about to head to college and stuff. Uh, but we was just cracking up left and right, left and right. Just joke after joke. Man, we just doing stupid, cracking up jokes for no reason. Just dumb, dumb fun. When we get together, we just do the stupidest thing. The stupidest things. And it's just all good, wholesome fun every single time that we get together. No issues, no complaints, just good, wholehearted fun. Man, we had good fun that time, had quite a bit to drink. At the end of the day, we got to see our cousin get married, and that was a happy, beautiful union. The, the last, the last, uh, let me see, got two more experiences. So the last one was when we had a family vacation. This is the last one that we had the opportunity to take with our dad uh, for his 60th birthday was the Cabo trip. And I go into full detail about traveling to Cabo. Uh, me and my brother were living like kings, man. We'd, we would wake up real early, eat breakfast with the family, and then we'd be out in the city going out to the beach. And it was spring break during that time, and that was one hell of an experience. Uh, I remember when we went to the club, went to Senior Frogs, they were hanging out with the Oklahoma football team. They were down there. And then one of the Oklahoma football players got into a fight with one of them white boys. And they got into a fight. And then my brother was trying to break it up. And then all of a sudden, I see a scuffle that happened in the middle of the <laughs> My brother always trying to be in the middle of scuffles, trying to help, assist in what way. Uh, it, was, it was the white kid that started it. But the dude from Oklahoma finished it. And, yeah, I mean, he had a black eye, but it looked like he won the fight. Uh, but, man, my, my brother be in the midst of things. But if you want to hear about that experience, I highly recommend you hear the uh, experience where we was in Cabo. So we got to, got to celebrate, got to celebrate our, our father's 60th birthday. Um, that'll be the last one we would celebrate with him on this planet so rest in peace dad always but that was a great experience that he got to share that with his sons and i'm glad that we both got to experience that moment and that time and that season together we played pool together we hung out by the pool by the pool like we played billiards which is pool and then we actually hung out at the pool which was a, was a good experience and a good time and I think the, the worst phone call I did have to give to my brother was when I told him that our father had passed away, which was probably the shittiest phone call that I've ever had to give anybody. Um, I know he was just waking up and he was like, stop playing and whatnot, but I wasn't playing. 
And yeah, that, that day sucked. I, I wish I never had to give him that phone call because I was the first person to tell him, but I, I'm glad it was from me than anybody else. Um, so that's the, the one phone call that I really wish I never had to make to him. Any other phone call, I would, I would tell him all that. And I think like a week ago, we were just talking about songs and stuff. Uh, we were talking about sicko mode. Yeah, me, him, and dad, we were all on the phone together. It was like our last conversation together as, as, as brothers and, and, and father in, in tech. He was like, man, I like the second beat. And I'm like, I like the first beat. And my dad's like, well, I like the third beat. So having that conversation with him, I, I'm glad we had that, that type of close. And I know that he had the opportunity to have dinner with dad. Um during that time i think they went to the cheesecake factory in atlanta and they got to have a great great big old experience and i know you know as as messed up as things happen and wish we had our father i think things happen for a reason and my, my mom took a picture of them together and i know that's their last photo together but it is at least a, a, a treasured memory uh, for, for him as well. Um, so, yeah, coming, coming, coming back to, like, the, the sad stuff, you know. I had, had one of my frat brothers pick him up from the airport, which was nice, so my, my frat brother picking him up. I know he missed the, the initial flight. or No, he was on standby, so he didn't get on the initial flight. And then they had to get on another flight, but he got he got home, and you know that that was a sad time together. But I'm glad that we got to go through it together because I don't know what I would do without him if he wasn't with with us. He 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 kept a center of balance with my mother and me, and then having all the boys together that was a good experience. Um, he's the one that picked out the casket. Uh, so, and it, and it sucks that, you know, during these hardship times, but we, we were there together as a family. We can celebrate the life and legacy of our father, and that's something that we can cherish to this day. So going on to happier news, it was more bittersweet, but my brother had an opportunity to come to my mom's 60th birthday. He came through, he's like, yeah, I'm coming to mom's 60th birthday. I'm going to go surprise her too. And he came through. We had we had a, a good old time during that. Having my mom's 60th birthday, we had Maurice Ice Cold Pepper on the ones and twos. We finally got my brother, me, and my other brother to have a photo of us. It's been like 20 years since we took our last photo together, but we finally got a photo together. It'll probably be another 20 years before we have another photo together. But I'm glad that we had the opportunity to share mom's 60th birthday together. And then the last time, last experience, well, I mean, you were here for the All-Star Weekend. That was the last time I saw you, like, officially was during All-Star Weekend. But the last experience that I want to talk to before I close out was the experience in Tokyo. Man, I can't wait till we go back to Tokyo again. I don't know when that's going to happen because of this endemic, but that experience was wild. I'm so glad that we got to celebrate, even though your birthday was like a few weeks after we got, we just made it a joint birthday trip. 
we got to experience a different culture. We got to meet new friends. Uh, we, we got to experience life, man. We got to eat so much sushi and ramen and different things from the convenience store. Strong Zeros. Robot restaurant. Man, we, we did it all. We got the go-kart. We, we, we have a lot of cherished memories together, man. And I'm... And I wouldn't have traded those experiences with anybody in the world, man. We, we've gone through some, some crazy shit. Uh, we have experienced a lot of crazy shit. Uh, we still laugh at the crazy shit. <laughs> and I'm so thankful to call you my brother. Even though you are from another mother, we still got the same daddy. But you are my brother and you are my brother for life. I want to wish you a happy fucking birthday to my dude, my homie, Kyle Dwight Wallace. Happy birthday, brother. I love you. I'll see you soon. And this was your podcast. I'm going to get you on here one day, and we're going to chop it up. With that being said, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. This is A Raw Perspective. Peace.